Okay, so if you're listening to this now, you're listening to the podcast, and we're going to talk about all the things to do with opening, reopening your business, all the nuances, no matter what the government in your country has decided that you are, quote unquote, allowed to do or not allowed to do. I will, just like I do all the time, expand on multiple theories between mindset and what the actual practical aspect is of the things that you need to do. I do think that a lot of power gets to be given back to the individual in terms of you deciding your own future. And I know that times are uncertain. You know what, it really is just highlighting the fact that if you don't know how to think for yourself, it's highlighting that fact. And if you run a business, I think it's super critical that obviously we have the ability to run online, but you really, really need the ability to be able to think for yourself. And if you don't, then I, I guess I do like the the theory of it's just natural attrition. You know, I guess it's it's a little bit of dog eat dog. I know that there's a lot of people that have unfortunately packed up their businesses. I think the only people, and I was just listening to a live of somebody else's actually, and one of the only types of business models that can't and haven't been able to survive is retail. And yeah, of course, they could have gone online and created a Shopify shop. Uh, But even the way supposedly Google spreads things at the moment and with the the allocation of digital media and what we're allowed to see and what we aren't allowed to see is how do you even know if your ads are working? Um, SEO isn't just SEO anymore. Even Google's apparently scraping websites and putting all the information from your website, well, a lot of the information from your website onto the front page of Google so people are spending more time on Google rather than actually clicking the link and going to people's websites. So I don't want to sound all doom and gloom, but I am going to bring into this conversation today strangely that I'm having with myself aka you so if you've got any questions please ask if you're listening to the recording of this please ask if you're listening to the podcast version of this please ask a question just send me an email and ask me a question I'll always answer if I see it if I don't see it and I don't answer you within a two or three days um send me another one because I just haven't I've missed the question <sighs> yeah it's going to be one of those rambles all right let me open up this page Okay, I will go into a lot about the online component because we have been one of the very lucky industries as personal trainers or any kind of health coach. You're incredibly lucky to have been able to transfer online as much as it really doesn't give you the same kind of feeling. You probably don't like it, probably hate it actually because it's really not face-to-face. It's not what we were built to do. It's not what we like to do. It's not how we like to do business. I totally feel you. I've actually really gotten deep into that space the last couple of years because I've stopped doing as much. I've stopped doing any face-to-face actually apart from the odd seminars and stuff that I will run for myself and networking around meeting people. Anyway, so as you've noticed, online, it's, it's bizarre. It's a bizarre different kind of connection. And what I will refer back to is that one of the ways to build that anyway, to build online, And don't forget that when you're making content online and you're a personal trainer, you might not necessarily be getting tens of thousands of extra followers. It's not even about that half the time. It is about communicating with the current clients that you've got, staying relevant in their mind and 
staying up to helping them to stay up to date with what's happening with you and whether you like it or not it, it is reselling them on you I've noticed as well I mean you guys that are watching this even if you're watching the replay just say hi and give me a shout out if you're one of my one of my present clients one of my past clients because that's often who not just only watches my stuff but even in the health and fitness business over the last decade of being on the internet no since 2012 actually it was often those people you know and I the trainers that I speak to now often think oh well I only got my current clients to come to my event or it was only my current clients or the people that I knew that came to my online seminar or my online interview or any of that stuff but guys that's not let's not discount the fact that it's super important to actually still be remaining in touch with those people, to still be actually helping those people. And I think the whole online argument can get a little out of control in your own mind when you're trying to reach some unknown quantity of people out in the ether that might be, you know, trying to get to 10,000 followers or something, some ridiculous thing. Hey, guys, if you've just jumped on. So, and you don't actually need 10,000 followers. In fact, you don't necessarily even need 5,000 followers. I don't have 5,000 followers on I'll probably I'll do in total I don't know I don't know and it actually doesn't matter and I think if you lean into the numbers and the statistics too often this is something else that happens well one you start to believe the bullshit that's going on about those two you really do start to care more about the algorithm of everything than you should anyway three what are you a computer programmer does that do the analytics of things actually really matter to you anyway because I can tell you that I promise it doesn't. What matters more, and the algorithm is not this algorithm that I'm about to tell you, is completely not measurable and it might actually turn you off my message, in which case, good, because if you don't believe this then, or if you're not even at least open to this, then we can't work together. How you feel about your business, and this was demonstrated by one of the guys I spoke to this week, one of my clients, how you actually feel in the background will determine how your Facebook ad runs. It will determine... How, how your website goes. It will determine the amount of inquiries you get. It will determine the amount of sales you make. Although that part doesn't matter as much, right? Because if you get enough inquiries, you can build your business. Even if they're old clients, old people from your network coming back because they know that you've got the offer. And they will. They'll appear out of the woodwork to quote unquote a client this week. Oh, yeah, I haven't had that many wins, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but actually, you know, I've had these extra couple of inquiries and signed up, you know, two other clients. I'm like, oh, so... You don't feel like, because he didn't feel like he'd be making any posts, right? But what he had done is a lot of back work, back work on himself to get himself in a routine and get himself feeling better just about the current situation because we're all, you know, going like this at the moment. And if you're not, well, then, although you're probably just not alive or not human or something, we all are. It's not, um, you know, fun to say the least, but it's going to be, very fruitful just because that's how I think things are anyway now I'm rambling just for a change but my point is the client worked on himself he got into a good routine he got into a better mindset whatever you want to call it he got into a better mood and all of a sudden people saw his posts from you know two three weeks ago two three months ago who knows when I don't know but the clients just inboxed him and messaged him and appeared from magically nowhere now they're not it's not magical but that unquantifiable unmeasurable algorithm kids is you and that power never actually goes away so I want you to remember that as one of the core foundations 
while I talk about what I'm about to talk about because I am going to go into the nitty-gritty small detail. But the other thing that I want you to remember and get out of today is that it is super, super important for you to be able to up-level your business. You can't do it with your, I call it your accountant hat on. And sorry if you're an accountant, nothing wrong with accountants, brilliant people, amazing people. But they have this expression that the past equals the future. So when they're looking at your spreadsheets, they might predict a business uh, profit and loss, sorry, your profit uh, might increase by 10% or it might increase by this or whatever. You know, they'll predict your projects and your income growth by the past year or t- past two years. And that's all good and well, but you could literally block that out because for you to have exponential growth, which you can have, which you just can't have, I've watched it happen multiple times with many, many people, <laughs> but they can't do it while they're sitting with their accountant hat on. And I just want to give you a quick example of how to run that in your own business is, yes, you need to look at your profit and loss. Yes, you need to understand what bills and stuff are going on. Yes, you need to be the responsible adult and all that fun, fun stuff. But if you look at the time that you're taking during the week to think about that stuff versus the time during your week that you're planning, creating, being happy, playing with the kids, playing with the dog, just chilling out, working out, being a good person, helping your clients because that's what gives you your juice. The t- amount of time that you spend in your P&L and actually looking at the statistics of how much money is in my bank account, can I afford to pay my bills, that needs to get smaller. So bring some awareness to the amount of time, audit yourself, how much time are you spending thinking about that because it's totally unproductive and you're actually praying for yourself to not be able to grow from an energetic perspective. Uh, I just know that it, it won't grow by you thinking about it as well. It will grow from you doing these other things and then all of a sudden you get creative ideas, then all of a sudden you get confidence and actually that's the key that unlocks things is knowing what the right thing is to do so that you can get some traction. So that you can get some traction and you can get some results. So then you're spurred to continue on just like your clients are with, you know, you know how to get them results in a couple of weeks so that they can continue on because the thing with the online game, which you would know if you've played a little bit, is it's like talking to crickets. Like I, I don't really know who's watching now unless you say hello. And, I mean, I can guess, you know, how the names kind of pop up, but then that doesn't mean that you stay on because you could have accidentally clicked the live. So whatever. Now, and if you listen to the recording, I definitely don't know who's watching. But to me, and this is how I want you to adopt this feeling it doesn't matter so the online game you're just going to put your content out there because it's about the topics that you love but it actually doesn't matter who watches it doesn't matter how many people watch it because one day what will happen is someone will go through your stuff but they can't if there's nothing there right they'll go through your stuff and they will end up doing the three thousand dollar package with you or the five thousand dollar thing with you or they'll what used to happen in mine was they'd say, no, I can't afford to do much training, but I'm only going to do one session a week in groups, right, which was $30 a session. And then a year later they'd they'd go on a retreat, which would cost thousands of dollars. So, you know, it's all about, and I didn't purposely push that person through a funnel or anything like that, but by the way, that's what they call, that's what a funnel is in the online term. So, guys, I don't want you to forget that you actually know a lot. All I want you to do is know that, the online game is about just capitalizing and staying in front of the people that you actually already know. And you could get to three or $400,000 just through your organic network. If you've been a coach for five plus years and some of you watching this or some of the guys that I've had as well are, are coaches for 10, 20, 
took even 30 years. So can you imagine the size of that person's network? And my point is, even if you haven't been a coach for that long, and I'm going to talk about this for another couple of seconds and then I'll get on to what we're meant to be talking about today. Even if you haven't been a coach for that long, you have probably always been interested in health and fitness and that kind of stuff. So people have always seen you as that person. And this is demonstrated by, I had a client, she's living in Sydney. I think she's just, she's just a baby actually. She's living in Sydney, but she's from England. This is a perfect example. She's living in Sydney, but she's from England. She's only been a trainer for a few years, but she'd always been a triathlete. Not always, I don't know. A very long time had been a triathlete. So everybody in her network saw her as this person that did that thing, right? You know the people and you know how your family and friends have always seen you because you've probably always been into, you know, health and being the weird guru kind of person that won't shut up at the dinner party or the lunch or whatever about the topics that you like to go on about about this stuff. I know my mum's told me to shut up in the past. I was 21. I was enlightening my friends at a dinner party. My mum was there. Mum pulled me into the kitchen and said, listen, you better stop enlightening people or pretty soon, Kate, I know you're excited about this stuff that you've learned, but pretty soon if you don't shut up about it, you're not going to have any friends. So, and I appreciate that because from then and there, I just realised, well, I don't talk to people about it unless they ask. And as you know, when you give out free information anyway, and people do ask, they don't do it anyway. Oh, do you know what I just forgot to do? I forgot to share this live over into the group. So I'm just going to do that. One second. And then I'm going to get on to the fact that what do you implement? Have you guys got any questions as you're jumping on? Ask questions as you go. I will scroll back through this and I'll scroll back through this. I don't have my tripod, so. I'll scroll back through it and answer the questions in a second. There we go. Okay. Hmm. So you've always been, yeah, you've always been that person. Hang on a sec. I do have to concentrate. I just can't do more than one thing at a time. Whatever. All right, that's shared. I can get off that page before I start listening to myself. It's nothing nothing quite like listening to your own videos, is there? Ooh, I don't like it either. Guys, if you're jumping on and we haven't met, my name's Kate. I've been a coach health and fitness field for since 1999 so it's about 22 years 1998 I did my certificate it had just come out then certificate two anyway anyway whatever it's a favorite expression of the moment so and uh, through the years I've done so so many studies on all things human body human function human movement strength and conditioning I'm a massage therapist I've had clinics in massage therapy since the age of 23, had staff then, you know, you're not really good at paying people when you're that old. So I've learned a lot, a lot of a lot of mistakes. And actually that is something I'm going to go through is one of the girls on the call yesterday was talking about, well, I've got this new person coming on as a potential contractor and I was going to give her the 930 group because it's low in numbers, blah, blah, blah. So we just went through 
how to actually decide whether it's worthwhile keeping a class and whether it's worthwhile actually putting another contractor on to particular classes because it's not about, okay, they might be being paid a certain rate, but it's actually about the rest of that money after they get paid, whatever it costs you to run the session, whatever profit you're making is not 100% pure profit. You've got to remember that. You've got to pay your expenses out of it, all the expenses, including direct debits and stuff. We will making short videos every day for the last six weeks or so. Talking about more various topics each day. Haven't done a video for a week now. I keep saying I need to do one, but I feel stale. Like I've got nothing to talk about procrastinating doing it because I don't know what to say. How do you keep fresh and on top of different topics to talk about to your audience? When I think if you just think so, Amanda, in answer to that question, I well, one, my, my brain always has too many ideas. So stretching your idea muscle is a practice to do. And I read about this in a book by James Ulcher called Choose Yourself, really, really good book. But he talks about stretching your idea muscle in, and just actually journaling out 10 or 20 new ideas a day. Now, those 10 or 20 ideas can be around making money. They can be around they can be around new places that you'd like to visit. They actually don't have to be business-centric. I think when you tune into, oh, how else can I make money, sometimes that causes a disconnect for people and I know that it helps to play the longer game in terms of you just will make money if you just worry about helping people but you won't make money if you make it about making money. You know, and that is really the short game and the people that you end up attracting when you're doing that anyway are not the ones that you want to work with because they're not. Like it's like I brought this on camera the other day, right? I'm at my partner's desk. You've got this little baby car. It's like standing in front of a real one of these and going, ooh, I've got such a good online business. Look what I have in the background because I own one. Like the people that you're going to attract with that, do you think they've got all their brain cells? Well, that might be a little bit harsh, but come on, have they or not? No, they don't. And guys, if you listen to the audio recording of this, I just held up a little baby plastic Lamborghini. You know, we all love watching those videos, don't we? So brainstorm the ideas. Get into the discipline of brainstorming the ideas. But my content really comes from talking to people. So it comes from being the coach and doing the thing. And you guys have been watching my stuff for a while, and lots of your clients are on here, is that my the content that I make is the marketing that I do is called content creation. I didn't realize that it's got a name until the last couple of years. It's got a name. When you share stuff like this, when you share helpful stuff like this, it's called con uh, content creation. Shit, content marketing. Sorry. I, by the way, turn your kids off. I mean, turn, put some, you know, your headset on or something. Content marketing, in other words, and, and I've been told not to do it and I've read many theories around why you shouldn't do it, around why you should just, you know, show them just a little bit and not everything. Um, but what I've realised is, one, that just feels like terrible for me. I can't filter myself. How I am now is how I am with clients. But I will tell you this in terms of, I thought of this before I got on, is that, well, one, I didn't necessarily want to do this, but the idea popped into my head yesterday afternoon. I thought I've got to share that. And then I was driving, right? So I don't like doing Facebook lives while I'm driving. So I wrote it. Look, I actually wrote it here in my hand. And oh, it hasn't washed off yet. But I wrote the idea down and then I 
I committed to doing it because I told all of you guys I was going to do the live. I told you. So then I'm accountable. So then whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to show up because as much as I am about tuning into your feelings and how you feel about doing things, you have to. And you guys that exercise internally yourself, you're so internally motivated, sorry, you exercise, you run a business around exercise and nutrition and health. You look after yourself better than the general population does. So just apply that discipline to it doesn't really matter what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to show up because you're making the content just pretend you're making the content for your paying clients. It's the same, same. How is it not the same, same? When you start worrying about am I doing the right thing and then that voice and that conversation starts to get loud, which it does in all of us to a degree and it does with some people more than others because everybody's starting in a different place and I think, you know, everybody's had a different upbringing and whatever else. I don't actually think that you need to go into why do I feel insecure about that? I think when you tune into the fact that it's your job to help other people full stop, then you go do the thing. Shit, I'm actually about to run out of battery. Then you go do the thing and that's why you do the thing and because it's not about you. So it starts to get worrying about what am I going to show up, what am I going to say, what are they going to think. Um, but as you'll notice anyway, if you just worry about staying in the background and getting in a good mood, then all of your past content will start doing better and inquiries will actually come in and it really makes no difference anyway as far as whether you're making content on a regular basis anyway. It, it doesn't. I go through phases of well, I won't make a piece of content for a couple of days. So what? If you, if you look at your business over the little while and you've kind of audited yourself, so it really is a job. We really have a job of tuning into what's worked well this week, what hasn't worked well, what's going on in my life, what's not happened, what have I been doing, you know, and getting somebody else to help you reflect on that helps as well. That can be a partner, friend or whatever or a coach. I'm not saying that because you have to coach with me. I'm just saying it because it's helpful. But when you learn to reflect on that and go, oh, well, it doesn't matter and you just learn to accept yourself for how it is and you're just happy to share your knowledge around the thing anyway, Um. And getting accountable by making yourself publicly accountable. I make myself publicly accountable as well. My videos won't make money. Short five-minute videos about something technical. Yeah, and actually, Amanda, you're quite funny too. So I would tune into that and definitely don't learn my lessons around that because even my 12-year-old tells me I don't have a sense of humor. So humor's not my thing. And it's not that it's not my thing. It just turns out I just can't change subjects real quickly in my brain and I, if I'm really focusing I'm really focusing like right now I'm really tuning into you guys and what you need and I'm focusing on help that you need about this okay so let's talk about relaunching and there are a lot of different dates in different states around the world and different countries some people have had to isolate a lot worse than others some of us have got a rule of we can have five in a group we can have ten in a group we're all meant to be outside we're meant to be inside meant to wear your undies on your head you're meant to only wear blue do you see what I'm getting at as far as the rules so there might be the rules and I think that you should communicate. There's a couple of different standards to think of. There's the rules to stay in touch with and just have a look at the industry body in your state, country, as far as they will always decipher what the rules are in your country for your state, etc. So it's not your job to necessarily keep up with the current affairs. Everybody that keeps asking me, 
what do you know about, you know, can I have five or can I have ten or am I meant to stand outside with one leg up in the air while I blow my nose? I'm like, well, I don't know at the moment because I'm not keeping abreast of the current affairs. Now, I could think that that's my job, but, you know, it's not because, you know what, in our country, Fitness Australia does that. So I send everybody to the Fitness Australia, either website or the Facebook business page or Fit Reps, which is their Facebook group that also stays quite up to date about what the rules and regulations are. So there's one of those industry bodies in in everyone's country for one. Two, I know that clients, some clients will be saying to you that they want to continue this or there will be a couple of your clients are probably in the boat of, I never wanted to go online in the first place, I'm going to wait for you to come back. What I want you to do is rather than get stuck in that detail, and I'm going to flip subjects here, guys. I'm going to go between mindset and the business practicalities. I'm going to go short-term and long-term because that's how my brain works. And that's what will allow you to get the most value. If I try to structure shit, it won't, won't come out right. So when your clients say that, I want you to, you know, take the, it's called take the 30,000-foot view or expand out five years to how you'd like it to look when it's just perfect. Now, people can't get that concept. I can't. I can't get the concept of what I might be doing in a couple of months from now. I can dream about it, I can write about it, I can visualise it, but I can't actually see myself doing the thing in terms of how it will exactly work because there could be something even more amazing that happens, right? Now, I want you to take that 30,000-foot view of what it would ideally look like in a couple of years, which is really, really important. And you don't have to share it with me on here. Just journal and write it for yourself. And this is a critical activity to do. Yes, on a daily basis, it's important to listen to your own mantras, your own affirmations. That's a hint. I actually audio record mine. I don't write them all the time. I audio record them. So it's how I get around. <laughs> you're not awkward. It's cute, man. Um, but it's cute. But it's also you're a leader and you guys don't get that. Sometimes you don't get that you're a leader. People actually find what you do and how you do things very inspiring. Most people can't be bothered to work for themselves because they shit themselves. And true, they shouldn't because they, I don't know, we're not all born to do it. Anyway, gosh, I have a really bad habit of getting off track like that. So I was talking about, hmm, it'll come back to me. I know what I was going to say. Oh, that's right, the 30,000 foot view. And then just look at how I'd like it to be. And the things that I want you to think about is, and write about how are my relationships, how do I feel about my relationships, how is my business, how do I feel about my business, I might like to do it like this, I might like to do it like that, I'm open to it being a little bit different. And I know from this whole isolation slash running every session on Zoom for you guys has really pointed out for most of you the bits of your business that you didn't like before COVID hit because the, all, my coaches are all still alive and thriving and it's really pointed out to them, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go back to that session. I'm not necessarily going to go back to having those people perhaps, you don't have to do it this way, but maybe having that level of person, when I say level of person, I mean, you know, the person that, the, I'm talking about the whingers. Now, please don't think that I'm ungrateful or that I think that any of my past clients are whingers because I coming from personal training doing you know 130 to 150 sessions a week and that was only at that time between myself and one other contractor um sometimes there were two or three and that was in a different location but 
at that point, there was always 25 to 30% of the clients that people would quote as quote unquote whinges. Now, it doesn't matter to me. Obviously, they're going to get results if they do as they're told as well. And I have never discarded somebody because they have a type of personality that I've not gotten on with because I find that that's one of my geniuses. I don't care how they are as a person. I like to be able to become the chameleon and learning how to communicate with them and get them to achieve the best results and because they want to, which is the whole psychology of that, which I find really interesting. But if you don't have the tolerance for that, and I did also notice that as well as the more traffic there was so the more low end there was the more people that were signing up that were doing stuff the less tolerance I had for that for those people so I kind of felt sorry for them because sometimes I would like I'd walk around with my angry face on I you know because someone approached me once she walked up to me and said I'm really sorry to interrupt you can I ask you a question and she looks like she's a really timid school kid and then I thought to myself later oh no it's because I'm walking around with you know those lines there anyway I haven't had Botox, but I don't have those lines there now because I'm a little bit more chilled. So <laughs> a percentage of your business will be those people when you have a lot of low end. So what I want, and this is what I love about working with my guys, is I get them to experience, okay, not only that, which you're probably already doing anyway, but I like them to experience some kind of VIP level high end stuff as well because those clients are of a different they're of a, a different constitution. You know, they they really are the people who will do the thing. They'll go away and do the thing and and, and it will be amazing because they'll just do as they're told. And once you've experienced that, you don't necessarily want to go back to having a business that's doing more than 100 sessions a week that's got 30% of the population in it that whinges or maybe you do. I don't know. Anyway, my point is fast forward five years, how did it look? How would you like it to look? And more importantly, don't get stuck in the details. It's about look at all the facets of your life, of which, you know, there's probably five to ten, and how do you want to feel about those things because it's that stuff that will bring your business income up. 